Welcome to St James, a Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith. This podcast is an edited recording from our Sunday morning service held on October 8th, 2023. For news and information, and to find out how to join us, please visit www.stjamesleith.org.uk. Welcome to everybody here in the room who I believe can hear me and to everyone on Zoom who who may or may not be able to hear me. Our service today will be led mainly from Zoom and I'd like to hand over now to Winifred with some words of welcome. Thank you Elspeth and thank you everybody for letting us conduct the service this morning. It seems strange for us at home be welcoming you to St. James's Leith this morning. And St. James's Leith comprises not just the people in the building, but people across the world, from Edinburgh to Oxfordshire to Brunei, which is 7,000 miles away, and the temperature is 29 degrees, even though it's six o'clock in the evening. So welcome to everybody, and we return now and begin our worship. Let's pray our opening prayer together. With nature in its power and beauty, with rain and wind and sunshine, with the ancient rocks and the budding flower, we We gather gather in the praise of of God. With believers and seekers the whole world wide, with people in every land and speakers of every language, we gather in the praise of God with the angels and saints in heaven, and with all who have worshipped in this place. We gather in praise of God. With Jesus who promised his presence and the spirit who showers her blessings, we gather in praise of God. Here, let heaven and earth embrace. Here, may God's people find home. Amen. Let's stand or sit if you're at home and sing our first song.
stay standing for our confession. Trusting in God's forgiveness, let us in silence confess our feelings and acknowledge our part in the pain of the world. Come home to yourselves and to each other. May all that is unfree in you be released and may you blossom into a future graced with love. Amen. while the children leave for their activities in the hall and let's pray for them as they go. Loving God, may these young lives be shaped by love. May they be heard and seen by those who care for them. Give your patience and wisdom to Joe and helpers. And may we all know this love that communicates itself through this community. May we grow young and old to know more of the love of God. Amen. And Judy will read our next reading. The first reading this morning is taken from Isaiah chapter 5, verses 1 to 7. I'll sing a ballad to the one I love, a love ballad about his vineyard. The one I love had a vineyard, a fine, well-placed vineyard. He hoed the soil and pulled the weeds and planted the very best vines. He built a lookout, built a wine press, a vineyard to be proud of. He looked for a vintage yield of grapes, but for all his pains, he got garbage grapes. Now listen to what I'm telling you, you who live in Jerusalem and Judah. What do you think is going on between me and my vineyard? Can you think of anything I could have done to my vineyard that I didn't do? When I expected good grapes, why did I get bitter grapes? Well, now, let me tell you what I'll do to my vineyard. I'll tear down its fence and let it go to ruin. I'll knock down the gate and let it be trampled. I'll turn it into a patch of weeds untended, 
uncared for. Thistles and thorns will take over. I'll give orders to the clouds. Don't rain on that vineyard ever. Do you get it? The vineyard of God of the angel armies is the country of Israel. All the men and women of Judah are the garden he was so proud of. He looked for a crop of justice and saw them murdering each other. He looked for a harvest of righteousness and heard only the moans of victims. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. Psalm 19. God's glory is on tour in the skies. Godcraft on exhibit across the horizon. Madame Day holds classes every morning. Professor Knight lectures each evening. Their words aren't heard, their voices aren't recorded, but their silence fills the earth. Unspoken truth is spoken everywhere. God makes a huge dome for the sun, a super dome. The morning sun, a new husband leaping from his honeymoon bed. The day-breaking sun, an athlete racing to the tape. That's how God's word vaults across the skies. From sunrise to sunset, melting ice, scorching deserts, warming hearts to faith. The revelation of God is whole and pulls our lives together. The signposts of God are clear and point out the right road. The life maps of God are right, showing the way to joy. The directions of God are plain and easy on the eyes. God's reputation is 24 karat gold with a lifetime guarantee. The decisions of God are accurate down to the nth degree. God's word is better than a diamond, better than a diamond set between emeralds. You'll like it better than strawberries in spring, better than ripe red strawberries. There's more. God's word warns us of danger and directs us to hidden treasure. Otherwise, how will we find our way? Or know when we play the fool? Clean the slate, God, so we can start the day fresh. Keep me from stupid sins, from thinking I can take over your work. Then I can start this day sun-washed, scrubbed clean of the grime of sin. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O God, my rock and my redeemer. Glory to God, source of all being, eternal word and Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, 
is now and shall be forever. Amen. reading from the Gospel of Matthew. Glory to Christ, our Savior. Abruptly, Jesus broke into prayer. Thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You've concealed your ways from sophisticates and know-it-alls, but spelled them out clearly to ordinary people. Yes, Father, that's the way you like to work. Jesus resumed talking to the people, but now tenderly. The Father has given me all these things to do and say. This is a unique father-son operation, coming out of father and son intimacies and knowledge. No one knows the son the way the father does, nor the father the way the son does, but I'm not keeping it to myself. I'm ready to go over it line by line with anyone willing to listen. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. This is the gospel, good news for all. Praise, Praise to you. you. So, thank you so much, everyone, um, for the beautiful music, to Lisa for the gospel from Brunei. So, our Zoom congregation includes all sorts of people uh, shift workers, busy parents, people dealing with caring relationships short or long-term health issues, travel challenges, people who live in other regions, other countries or continents. And while each of us has our story which is unique to us, there are common threads that connect us all. So Judy, Kaz and Elizabeth have all been regular Zoom church people and I'd like to invite each of them to speak a little about their experience. You can see them spotlit here, and uh, or here, or here, or here, <laughs> depending on where you are. And uh, in a moment, I will be able to see them on the iPad here. In fact, if I get my phone, I can see my questions and see them. That would be smart, wouldn't it? 
And um, I'd also just like to give huge thanks to everybody who's ever been involved in the Zoom thing from the very, very outset, from Steve Butler, Stan, Sandy Butler, Danielle for hosting the Zoom faithfully for months on end, uh, for Ian for taking this on, becoming a hybrid uh, thing. Colin, all your help with securing the, the funds we needed for all this equipment, for Jeffrey for masses of input, Alex for everything that you're juggling today, <laughs> um, and everyone who is on Zoom right now and or has been in the past. Um, it's, it's really a, quite a, a, a wonderful thing and a way to connect, connect us all. So Judy, first of all, can I ask you, uh, so some of you may know that Judy is Simon Jackwit's sister and used to only come to St. James at Christmas time. So Judy, thank you for doing the reading as well. So I'll just ask you, what does it mean to you to take part in services remotely and how does it connect you to the St. James community? Okay, so as um, Elspeth just pointed out, um, well, first of all, I live near Oxford. And um, Elsa has just pointed out that Simon Jack Quit from the music group is my wonderful brother. And I've been visiting St. James's now for very many years uh, when staying with Simon, Caroline, Sally and William, but probably increasingly so over the last 20 to 25 years um, with my own family. And I've been to many, many churches over the years, but never any quite like St. James's. And in fact, I'd always hoped that one day I might discover a congregation a little bit like St. James's, but perhaps there isn't a congregation anywhere quite like St. James's. And in fact, I did stop going to church for a while and then COVID struck. And during the very first week of lockdown, I had a Zoom call with Simon and Caroline. I hadn't heard of Zoom before ever. And uh, I was invited to join them um, at St. James's first Zoom service the following Sunday. And then suddenly there was this silver lining amidst this huge upheaval in all our lives. And I was finally able to attend St. James's uh, every Sunday morning from my spare room. So um, it's been an amazing experience being able to join all of you, um, putting names to faces and in the breakout rooms afterwards, having the chance to really get to know a lot of people who I'd only ever seen, as, as Elspeth said, once yearly and albeit very, very briefly. Um, and then over the course of the last two to three years, um, the Zoom option has given me the chance to get to know a really super bunch of new friends. And I don't know if you know, but our, our Zoom breakout chats often last well over an hour. Um, but most importantly, the Zoom option has enabled me to basically feel like I really belong to this wonderful, very special congregation. And of course, another silver lining is that I get to see my wonderful brother every Sunday morning, which is fabulous. Um, I can honestly say that I've never before felt so excited to go to a church service as I did last October when I visited or we visited St. James's for the first time um, since COVID struck. So, uh, and also I would like to say how incredibly grateful I am and we all are that Zoom option enables us to do this and it continues to do so, so thank you. Oh, Judy. Um, Alex, can we cut to camera too? Because there's some um, moistened eyes over here in the music group. That's so lovely. Thank you very, very much for sharing your story here. That's beautiful. Now, Kaz, your uh, work and personal circumstances have changed over the last few years that we've been playing this game. Um, how have hybrid services helped you? Good morning, everyone. So we'll start with the work situation. Um, 
I changed jobs during the pandemic. I now work in film and television, which, and I'm freelance, which means sometimes I will be unemployed for months on end and very isolated. Um, I can, during those times, I can go for a week without seeing anybody, without speaking to anybody. When I'm working, I could be working up to 12 hours a day and very overwhelmed and very burnt out. But what being able to join St. James on Zoom gives me is a consistency during these fluctuating times. So I have a consistent welcome, a consistent inclusion and a consistent community that goes beyond the four walls. Um, and that's what being able to access via Zoom gives me, despite everything else in life fluctuating quite a lot. That's wonderful, Kaz. It's been great to uh, have a sense of that journey that you've been going through over the last however long. Um, I'm sure that through those breakout chats, I've had a fuller picture than I would have from little bits of coffee time chat here, in spite of the fact that coffee time chat in the room does come with hugs and uh, biscuits. So <laughs> features that we haven't yet managed to bring to the Zoom room. Uh, thank you so much, Kaz. And Elizabeth, you've experienced Zoom in at St. James from many different angles, including leading the service today, for which very many thanks. So what has attending, oh, hang on. Um, I am, um, Kaz, I had another little question for you. Um, that you, uh, sorry, I've skipped over. So, um, you may have covered it already, but what has stood out for you? Yes, so um, during the pandemic, I developed some health problems. I started having blackouts, which turned out to be epilepsy, which you may not know can happen at any time in life. You can just get it. Great. Um, and what going to Zoom church gave me was um, during the breakout sessions afterwards, we have our coffee chats. And it meant that despite what was happening with work and um, isolation or burnout, um, people were there every single week to remember what I was going through and to ask me every week how things were going. Um, and it, it was a difficult thing to deal with alone. I live alone, um, don't have a lot of other people to check in with me. I, I come home from work after 12 hours and there's nobody to say, how was your day? So on a Sunday morning when people were remembering what I was going through and asking me about that and praying for me, that was a real boost because it showed that there was a still community there, even though we're through a screen. There's a community of people who care for me and during the week had remembered me and were asking um, how things were going. So to to develop a long-term neurological condition <laughs> throughout all this time was quite a big thing, but I always knew that there was support there um, through the Zoomers and that's something that's really stood out as being um, really important to me. Thank you so much, Kaz. And, um for bringing not you don't totally live alone because your cat has been a a welcome presence at uh, at zoom church and in the breakout rooms um so yeah thank you very very much for sharing with us today elizabeth uh thanks again for everything that you're doing today and have done in in many aspects of the life here at st james tell us uh, what has attending church through zoom enabled for you 
many of us will remember, those of us who were here will remember that first service when we all moved on to Zoom. I was certainly very emotional during that service. And it, and it was partly to do with what was going on in COVID. But actually, it, there was a bigger thing going on because some of you will know that I've spent many years being homebound through illness and actually having people come into my world, literally into my living room. It was just deeply moving and touching and very healing in many ways. Um, and I think one of the things about about Zoom is that we all, most of us, <laughs> have experienced being on Zoom in a church service. I think if we try to set this up as something sort of separate or just for a few people, it would feel quite different. The fact that whether or not we liked it um, and whether or not we choose to do it now, we've all experienced it, I think is really helpful. There's something really integrating about that. And, you know, Zoom for me is, is an inclusion issue. When, when we can't um, access perhaps in the way that the majority of people do for whatever reason, it, it isn't, it's a choice, it's an active choice. Um, and so we're, we're, we're going towards, I think for me, something about um, a shared experience where we're wanted, people on Zoom are wanted. We're really seen as part of the congregation, not just somebody watching. Um, this is a normal thing that we do. And it and it fits. It fits for me in my circumstances. Sometimes I'm there in person. Sometimes I'm on Zoom, and that's so. It's a wonderful uh, thing. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure lots of people will be able to relate in different ways to what that means to have that connection in our homes and in our church here. Um, our theme for the service today is balm for the soul. Um, do you want to say anything about the emotional or spiritual benefits you've experienced? Um, I think I would really sum up that BAM as, as a kind of healing. Uh, when I was first ill, there were no mobile phones and no internet. And uh, if, to, so to have something where you can actively engage in the world in the way that fits people's circumstances. And it's not always about illness. There's other uh, people on here for lots of different reasons. But there's something deeply reparative somehow about being able to engage in the world in a way that that brings that sense of connection, the sense of belonging. It's something about being met where I'm at. And Jesus met people where they were at all the time. Um, our readings today talk about um, the unforced rhythms of grace and about uh, recovering our lives. And there's something of that. There's a gift or a grace, um, a way that I never thought I'd be met in, in coming along to Zoom. And I have the choice of coming in person too, which is also a, a great experience. So it's not an either or for me. There's something very uh, blended is something about the God that's found in all the circumstances, um, wherever I might might choose to be, um, and a great place I hope to be able to give something back as well as receive. Um, so really, just reparative healing, sense of belonging, uh, that is the balm to the soul. Thank you, thank you. Uh, there's a definite sense in the room of. Uh, recognition there. Um, so uh, thank you, Elizabeth and Kaz and Judy. Thank you all for sharing today. And before I hand over to Paul for the prayers, I just wanted to um, just acknowledge in all those different ways he here today and in what has brought us here to acknowledge God's presence in 
all those circumstances that have brought us to a situation where we have been enhanced uh, in how we connect as a community and how we experience worship together. So thank you all very much. We'll switch over now to Paul, who will lead us in our prayers. Let us pray. Notice some words that Elspeth read from the message translation of Psalm 19. These are the words of my mouth, what I chew and pray on. Now there are so many things to be praying about this morning. First of all, we thank God that we can actually meet in this strange way half of us in a building in Leith in Edinburgh and quite a few of us on Zoom, almost 20 of us. And we just thank God for that technology, the finance and those who actually manipulate <laughs> the technology every week. So thank you, Lord, and we praise you for it. But as we turn to the needs of the world, Father, we pray for all those affected by natural disasters, by earthquakes, floods, for those affected by human disasters, wars and conflicts. And we think especially of the situation in Ukraine. And now, this weekend, the flare-up between Israel and Palestine. And all we can pray for, Lord, is for peace. We pray for our political leaders worldwide in this country and locally as they take difficult decisions, particularly for the difficult economic decisions that they have to cope with. Lord, in your mercy, dear yeah. Alka, as we pray for the church, we thank you, Lord, for our leadership for Ian and all who assist him in our worship, the worship leaders, the music group, the Zoom team, those who undertake the children's ministry. We pray for the vestry meeting on Tuesday. all the decisions that they need to take. But Lord, we thank you for our church. Help us remember that it's part of a much larger setup. It's worldwide. 
and we thank you that there's always prayer going around the world. Thank you that we're part of that huge organization. Lord, in your mercy, hear yeah. our prayer. Think of those who are suffering in other ways apart from disasters. Think of refugees, asylum seekers, and remembering particularly at this time those who have had to flee from Nagorno Karabakh to Armenia. We pray for those who are elderly. Who are disabled. For those in hospital. We pray for their carers and for all health professionals. Let's just take a moment to pray for anyone we know individually that they will experience God's balm. Lord, in your mercy. Yeah. And finally, Father, we pray for ourselves. We thank you that we are free to worship you this morning. Teach us, encourage us, bless us. Especially those of us who are remote from Leith on Zoom. Be with us through the coming week. Guide us. Give us discernment. And help us to take to heart the words of the gospel we heard this morning. Jesus' words. Learn to live freely and lightly. Amen.
The living bread is broken for the life of the world. Draw near with faith, receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith and thanksgiving. Thank you for those on Zoom who faithfully are part of our community here. And we thank you for new ways of connecting us with them. 
and we thank you for them leading our service today and leading them to worship you. And this day we do remember Ray, one of our community who's had a fall, and we ask for your healing touch on her life, and we pray for Robert and both of them. And we give thanks for them. Absolutely. Uh, brilliantly. And before I go on, I just thank, um, thank all on Zoom and particularly the technology. We're still a work in progress, um, hoping that we can connect um, more easily. But last week, the, for the first time, I think, for years, we weren't able to include Zoom. And it definitely felt a bit of a hole in our worship. Um, so you are, those on Zoom, you are very much part of uh, the worship here. And I hope increasingly that you, you, that, that you feel that um, uh, there.